presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. we got a lot to do the rest of this show. Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, joins us in 20 minutes. Well, but Joe knows. Our guy Stucky will join us on a major week in college football, Tennessee and Georgia coming up on Saturday. So all that to come on the show. But right now, it's Wednesday. Uh, we usually do it a little bit earlier in the show, but we started, um, we had some great guests earlier with Kenny on with a lot of opinions on everything. So we decided, you know what? 10 a.m. Eastern is our time to do it. NFL power rankings. But last week, and it's probably going to stay this week, we wait for a while, we decided instead of one through five, top five teams, let's just go four through eight because it was becoming redundant. It was becoming boring. We have three top teams in the NFL. Rank them how you want. It's the Bills, Eagles, Chiefs. They're better than everybody right now. So we decided let's go four through eight with our top teams in the NFL. So let's do it here. It's time for our Phoenix Weekly Pro Power Ranking, sponsored by GetMyPhoenix.com. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Aaron, start us off. What do you got this week? Okay, number four. The Niners, San Francisco on a bye. They just beat the Rams. We saw Christian McCaffrey, um, their new shiny toy, doing all the things the other night. Um, Their defense is scary. Um, Plus, they should be getting like five guys back after the bye. They're getting healthier. Um, Like their head coach, Jimmy G, we know what we got with him. So I, I think they are at number four here. Um, number five, I think the offense for this team is trending in the right direction. Um, since Dak has returned, the Cowboys have been running the ball more um, with Zeke and Pollard. I think Dak, as he continues to knock off the rust, like things are just going to get better and better. CeeDee Lamb, Gallup, Dalton Schultz. I mean, they've got some great offensive weapons. So I've got Cowboys at five. And really, I haven't even talked about it, but the defense has been the story for the Cowboys. Um, For the first eight games, giving up an average of only 16.6 points, ranked third in the league. If there is a concern, their run defense um, could be something if you want to be nitpicky to take a look at, giving up an average of 135 yards. Upcoming games, they've got Packers, Vikings, Giants, Colts. DVOA, Cowboys rank third overall, and they're 6-2 and two ATS. Number six, um, as we pointed out on the show yesterday, the Ravens' upcoming schedule should not be too difficult. Seven of Baltimore's remaining nine games come against teams currently with losing records. So at number six, I have the Ravens. The Ravens face the Steelers twice. They've got the Panthers, the Jags. Lamar is also, he loves to play in November and December. He's 21 and seven in November and December in his career as the Ravens quarterback. Ravens also fourth in DVOA. Number, uh, this one was tough. <laughs> number seven, I'm, seven and eight were tough for me. I'm going to go Dolphins. Um, Don't feel great about it. You know me. I slammed Tua. I have to walk it back. He actually looks a lot better. Miami's defense ranks sixth in the NFL in yards per game. And I do have to take it out. Tua deserves some credit, but he also has Tyreek Hill. Dolphins are 12th in DVOA. So quite a jump there from the other teams I just mentioned. Um... Yeah, and listen, they made a move. They got Bradley Chubb. Needs some help getting after a quarterback? Here comes Bradley Chubb. Um, If you need another 
uh, running back to help out with a rush attack that ranks 28th in the league. Now you got Jeff Wilson Jr. So they, I moved them from, they were at eight. And then I was like, you know, they made some moves. So I'm going to put them at seven. Number eight, here comes Kirk Cousins and the six and one Vikings, um, 18th in DVOA. Ooh, that's not good. But um, they have won some really, really close games which is also very scary. I don't love it. Um, I think like five, I was looking at their schedule, five very, very close one possession games. ATS, they also stink, three and four. So I don't know. At six and one, I don't love this. They keep finding ways to win. That's all that matters. So here you go. You got TJ Hawkinson now. Kirk Cousins doesn't get the ball to tight ends a lot. They got TJ Hawkinson. Kenny Ducey was talking a little trash about that. Um, probably the least exciting um, at the trade deadline, but uh, there they are, the Vikings at eight. I just can't ignore their record. Uh, you know, they're in the NFC, so here you are, number eight, Vikings. Congratulations. All right. I like it. All right, so we have one different, different a couple different order, but one team I have in that you don't, one team you have in that I have out. Let's start. We're, we're similar here. Number four for me, I'll start off with the San Francisco 49ers. I, I have felt for a while – that they're going to be there in the end. And that was an impressive show. And that game was kind of close early against the Rams. And then they just took off. They have a gear. And that was without Debo. Debo didn't play in that game. Aaron mentioned it. They're not whole, the 49ers. They'll get better as these weeks go on. I love their team. Mm -hmm. I think they've built something that is really dangerous. It would not surprise me uh, if they're right there at the end in the NFC with the Eagles. So number four are the San Francisco 49ers. And number five, I don't know what to do with this team. I think they're as likely to go and run the table the rest of the way in the regular season as they are to lose three or four games to make you scratch your head. And that's the Baltimore Ravens. They've held a 10-point lead in every game this season. That's pretty remarkable. Like, that is what dominant teams do. Now, they've given it back, and they've made it harder on themselves. But I look at their schedule. It's really light. I don't trust the Bengals. I think it's a big coaching advantage they have. I I think they're going to end up as a top-three seed in the AFC and be there and probably end up as the most dangerous team to those top two teams. I look at the 49ers and Ravens similarly, which it's like, all right, there's two in the AFC that are the top, Bills and Chiefs. That's why we don't include them. But the Ravens could knock one or both of them off. And I look at the Niners the same way towards the Eagles. The Eagles are the best, but the Niners could knock them off. So I put those two right neck and neck, four and five. Number six is Dallas. Dallas is really good. I I mean – I started feeling this when they didn't have Dak. Now Dak is back. They have a higher level now on offense with him. I was a little surprised they didn't land a receiver yesterday. I thought they would try to get something done to get another yeah. weapon in there. Maybe maybe OBJ. Maybe they signed someone like that coming up down the stretch of the season. But they're still really good, led by their defense, as Aaron mentioned. So Cowboys at number six for me. At seven, a team I believe I had in last week. And I got to keep them here. I'm in on the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are a top 10 team. I'm going to put them at number seven. I believe they're going to make the playoffs. After this long into the season, I can't ignore the Geno Smith thing. He's real. He's good. They have young players on defense making impacts, especially some rookies. So at number seven, the Seahawks. So at number eight, I had to make a decision. And I had to put one of two teams in here that I don't really like, but they're, they're obviously doing well. So I had to choose between the Vikings and the Dolphins. That was my debate here in my own head. And I ended up going mm-hmm. with the Vikings. I've ignored them in these in these power rankings forever. And I understand Aaron mentioned their DVOA, it's lower. But the Bucks are high in DVOA. They're not any good. The Broncos are ahead of them in DVOA. I don't care. They're 6-1. I mean, there's something going on here with, with O'Connell. And their only loss was on the road to the Eagles. 
that's pretty pretty significant. Like it's not like they lost to a bad team. I'll go with the Vikings at number six. I don't know how much difference Hawkinson makes, but it's a good team, good <laughs> offense. Cousins is is a good quarterback. I mean, I, I, they're going to be in the playoffs and, and probably go pretty deep. Let's go with the Vikings at eight. So 49ers, Ravens, Cowboys, Seahawks, and Vikings, my four through eight in the NFL right now. All right. Glad to see that uh, we have some differences. And I have a different four than both of you. Both of you went with the Niners. I am not going uh, with the Niners because, yeah, yeah take that down, Gertz. Not, not the Niners. The Cowboys. How about them, Cowboys? They have the Defensive Player of the Year on their roster. They are 6-1 and one in their last seven games since losing the season opener. They did give up some garbage time points to the Bears, but that's still an elite defense. They had the better running back out there this week, and what do you know? They put up 49 points. Not only did they put up 49 points against the Bears, and I know their defense is terrible, they put up 49 points and they stopped trying with 10 minutes left in the game because they had such a big lead on the Bears. They stopped trying. They could have gotten into the 50s or 60s if they really wanted to. Is Dak back? A lot of those plays when they were scoring, it was because of terrible defense. But I am much closer to Dak being back. And if he is closer to uh, what he was a couple of years ago, oh boy, watch out. I love this team. So I'm going Cowboys four. I put Niners five. I wonder how much of what we witnessed on Sunday was just the mismatch of Shanahan versus McVeigh that we've seen for years and years. I So that's why I'm holding back a little bit, but four and four, they're going on by. None of us are hesitating to give them credit and make them a top five team. So I love that team. Uh, number six, I went with the Ravens. They have the easiest remaining schedule. They add Roquan Smith to that defense. And while I've stated many times that they could be 8-0, they could also be 2-6. and six. You know, like you've got to look <laughs> at it from the other side. Yes, they could have won those other those close losses, but they could have also lost a lot of these close wins that they have. But um, I think they got better at the deadline and with such a soft schedule moving forward, I'm fine with them at number six. Uh, number seven, a team that I think I had four last week, and I didn't want to overreact because it's not – one injury that's going to impact them the rest of the season. It's a temporary thing. Bengals. Yeah. Their next three games, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, they're sitting four and four. I expect them to make the playoffs. And if they're healthy, the offensive line continues to improve throughout the season. I think they're dangerous. Then the eighth team, like you, Joe G, it was, do I go Minnesota or do I go Miami? I decided to go with uh, the five and three Dolphins. I went with the Dolphins there. They have the Bears this weekend. They should win that game. Uh, they have not lost a, a game when Tua's had the majority of the snaps. They add Bradley Chubb yesterday. They have some soft teams coming up. Chicago. No, I'm sorry. If you look at their wins, uh, most recently, they. Uh, it, it's fair to point out, boy, those are clo close games against poor teams. The last two against Detroit and Pittsburgh when score wins. But – Let's not forget the beginning of the year. Those are tough teams they beat. They won yeah. in Baltimore. They beat the Buffalo Bills. So even though I don't – I don't think any of us are wrong on Tua. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, because he racks up a bunch of passing yards, like, we're all wrong on Tua? No. Like, he can't hit a receiver in stride. 
They all have to do a full stop on their routes and just do, do these jump balls because he doesn't have the arm strength. And he might be thrown into some windy conditions at Soldier Field, but I decided to go with Miami. I can't wait to go against the Vikings next year. Uh, they're they're going to be like a team that everybody's on under the win total, uh, depending what the number is. But I went with Dallas, San Francisco, Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Miami as my four through eight. So it's interesting. Joe G had the Seahawks and you had the Bengals. I did not. And the two teams you guys debated putting in at eight, I put the, both the Dolphins and Vikings in. But yeah, that that was, yeah. A, I, don't, I don't love seven and eight, but I did leave the Seahawks and Bengals off. So that, that was interesting. Other than that, we definitely had some similar thoughts here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what's interesting now? So we, we, we moved from, we know the top three, that we've known that for weeks. Now we're debating the next five. But I recognized when I was doing this, I don't know if, if I could have gone much further past eight and felt good about any of these teams. Like, I don't think they're yeah. good. Like, I, if I had 10? to keep going, yeah, you if I kept going, 10? I would have put Dolphins, Bengals, right? Like, that's probably would have been my next two, the ones you guys talked about, right? But then after that, yeah. is anybody good? Like, who but would like, be next? Like the Vikings. Let's look at this weekend, this past weekend against Arizona. Yeah. If you look like at the yardage and all that stuff and where they, how the game flowed, I know they won and they covered the spread at home, Minnesota did, but that was as even a game as you could play. Like the yardage was almost identical, and it was just they made a play at the very end, and Arizona did not as Kyler was running around doing stupid things and falling on his face. Like it's just, I don't know. It, how far apart are those two teams? And we look at Arizona, and the perception is like maybe there are. Top 15, top 20, maybe, at best. And it's just, we go back to 7 versus 25, 27. There's not that much of a gap in this league still. So I think last year when we were doing this, we had a tough time with figuring out the top five. Right. It's more mediocre, but for these sorts of exercises, is it deeper? Or no? Uh, are there really only three Super Bowl contenders? Just given the format, I still think someone outside the top three can win the championship. So that could be something we talk about in the next couple days or weeks. Like how many teams left on the board do we, can we actually see winning the Super Bowl, right? Like we could just sit here and say, well, they're 50 to one. That's good value. But like how many teams could actually win the Super Bowl? I think I saw Ben Solak yesterday from the ringer. He tweeted something like, I think he had like six. Like I wonder how many teams we think, and it's a be a fun discussion. I mean, obviously the top three, I would say among the next, like the, what we just did, right? I would put the Niners in there. Yeah. I would put the, the Ravens in there. Cowboys. Dallas? Yes. Okay. Yes, Dallas. Yes, sure. I'm with you. Six is a good number. Six is strong. After six, it feels like we're stretching. Yeah. And there's a lot of season to go. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. Can the Vikings win sure. the Super Bowl? One loss. Can they win a Super Bowl this year? No. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, so. Super Bowl champion. Is, He's going to Disney Gino World. Is Geno Smith? No. No. Probably not. Though I like these Seahawks. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Oxford, Beck UL Daily. Right here on the Beck UL Network. Ben Brown will join us for Pro Football Focus next. <laughs> 